Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. I want to share those two stories with a couple of scriptures in the middle. I remember Pastor Al Fury that came here a few years ago, and he's been quite a number of times. He's a, an evangelist, still, he's still ministering, he's 75, and still a missionary in South America and seeing amazing things happen. But I remember he came about 10 years ago, and he told the story of forgiveness. He'd been a preacher for many years, had an encounter with Christ, and his father was dying. And he was over in uh, Canada, ministering over there, and the phone call came said, your dad's dying. And uh, we'll need you, um, he, he's only got maybe days or weeks to live and you'll have to sort of things out so you can come back for his funeral. And in his heart he says, I'm not sure if I want to come back for my dad's funeral. And this person said, his, his wife said, what do you mean? And all of a sudden he realised that he had all this undealt with unforgiveness toward his dad. And he wrestled for a whole week and God, wait, this is a man of God who has seen Thousands of people saved and healed and yet he was wrestling with unforgiveness to his own dad who had been harsh and difficult in his younger days. And he realised that as he was facing his dad's death that he had never dealt with that. And so God, he was at a conference where the love of God was pouring out and God just kept at him and said, you've got to forgive your dad. And after about a week of wrestling in his heart, he rang his dad and they had this amazing conversation and uh, all of, the next day, the dad started to get better. He was, he was terminally ill with cancer, and he started to get better. So Pastor Al gets back about three weeks later from his ministry trip overseas and goes to visit his dad and mum. And mum meets him at the door and reaches out and hugs him and says, I don't know what you guys said on that phone call, but ever since that day, your dad's getting better. He's now walking around, and the doctor said he's going to live for a lot longer. And, and Pastor Al broke down and he said to, to his mum, said, you remember, things weren't good when I was young and I realised I had all this unforgiveness and resentment towards my dad. And God dealt with my heart. And he said, we forgave, I forgave him and he released me on that phone call and it looks like healing followed forgiveness. True story, he lived for quite a few away and went to be with Jesus. I thought, wow, there's incredible power in forgiveness and there's incredible power in unforgiveness because we, we can lock our own souls up, we can lock other people's hearts up when there's bitterness and unforgiveness. And there's a couple of scriptures I just want to share tonight with you. In Ephesians 4.29, it says, Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth say only what helps each word a gift that's a beautiful thought that each word can be a gift don't grieve God don't break his heart his Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life making you fit for himself don't take such a gift for granted make a clean break with all the the, the cutting the backbiting the profane talk be gentle with one another sensitive Forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. Well, wow, that's, that's not a suggestion, that's a command. Because God knows if we allow hurt and unforgiveness and wounds, and some of us have been deeply offended, deeply wounded, and we know need God's grace to help us release that. And it goes on in verse, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents, mostly what God does is love you. 
Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Wow, that is, that is powerful. Forgiveness is the intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offence, lets go of negative emotions such as vengefulness with an increased ability to wish the offender well. You know you've forgiven someone when whenever you hear their name or see a photo of them, you pray blessing on them instead of ah, cringing inside and saying, oh, I wonder how they're going. I hope they're getting their, the results of their damage to my soul. And often forgiveness is a process. It's a choice and a process. And the uh, dictionary says, forgiveness is different from condoning, which is failing to see the action as wrong and in need of forgiveness. You think, oh, well, it wasn't that bad. You can excuse it away. It's different from excusing, not holding the offender as responsible for the action. It's different from forgetting, receiving awareness of the offence, uh, removing awareness of the offence from consciousness. If I just don't try and think about them, it'll go away. How many know it just doesn't work that way? It just grows and builds inside because it's a, a wounded our soul. It's brought disappointment and hurt. And sometimes it can be just a small issue or it can be a life-damaging event in our hearts or our souls. It can be rejection. It's not pardoning. Granted, for an acknowledged offence by a representative of society, such a judge, and it's more than reconciliation, restoration of a relationship. In certain contexts, forgiveness is a legal term for absolving or giving up all claims on account of debt, loan, obligation, or other claims. So it's, it's giving right to stay angry with that person. It's giving up the right to try and get even with them or even wish them harm. Wow, that that's works deep in your soul. And it goes on and says, Forgiveness may be considered simply in terms of the person who forgives, including forgiving themselves. How many of us struggle to forgive ourselves? Jesus has forgiven us and yet we won't forgive ourselves and let ourselves go. So we end up living a life of frustration, disappointment and even unnecessary pain because we struggle. We keep judging ourselves instead of releasing ourselves as Jesus has already done. In a crowd like this, there'd be some of us struggling to forgive ourselves. Just you beat yourself up and think, if only I hadn't said that or done that or allowed that to happen to me. And yet Jesus has come to open the way for us to live in freedom. Forgiveness uh, is granted without any expectation of restorative judgment and without any response on the part of the offender. For example, one may forgive a person who is uncontactable or has even died. You can release forgiveness in your heart for them. In practical terms, it may be necessary for the offender to offer some form of acknowledgement or apology or even just ask for forgiveness in order for the wrong person to, to believe himself able to forgive. If you wait until you feel like forgiving, guess what? It probably will never happen. You've got to actually choose and obey God's word and ask for God's help to start the journey. Often it starts by praying for the person, praying for them, going past your own pain, saying, Lord, I pray blessing. I pray peace. I pray your grace would work in that person's life. And the, the, the grip of 
unforgiveness starts to lose its hold in our soul and then you come to a place where you can forgive them. And it takes time for that one that's offended or hurt you or taken advantage of you. Forgiveness is a choice, an attitude, an action that Jesus will help you do and it leads to great freedom. Ephesians 4.31 in the Amplified says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity. Well, that's a big word, but that's... Have you ever walked in a relationship that's just got animosity everywhere? It's just terrible. Resentment, strife, fault finding and slander be put away from you along with every kind of malice or spitefulness, verbal abuse. Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely just as God in Christ also forgave you. We can talk, tell ourselves we should forgive, but it's really hard. But when Jesus comes in and forgives us, all of a sudden you have power and ways to start to release other people's hearts. Ephesians 5.1 says, Therefore become imitators of God, copy him and follow his example, as well-beloved children imitate their father and walk continually in love. That is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly, seeking the best for others, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God, slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. And there's something beautiful happens when forgiveness flows. It's like there's a restoration happens and there's a freedom in your soul. And you realize you've been weight carrying around this 10 kilogram weight in your soul and you're getting tired and worn out and now you're just running through life. Isn't that how beautiful when your sins are forgiven by Jesus and how when that happens with others. A couple of scriptures and we'll wrap it up today. Colossians 3.12 says, So chosen by God for his new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you, compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength and discipline. Be even tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offence. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your sick all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. The Amplified in verse 13 says, Bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other. If one is for complaining against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Jesus demonstrated this when he's hanging on the cross. He's been crucified by the religious leaders and the Roman rulers. And as he's there in absolute pain and suffering, carrying the weight of your sin and mine, he says seven things, seven sayings. And one of them is, Father, forgive them because they don't really know what they're doing. Wow, what an incredible example. Out of the thousands of things Jesus could have said on the cross, one of them was about forgiveness. Because he knows how powerful and freeing it is and he knows how controlling and destroying it is if we don't walk this journey of forgiveness. And some people say, well, I've already forgiven them, but there's stuff still happening. Sometimes forgiveness is a journey and a process, not just an event. There are moments where one prayer or one uh, apology can just... What if you forgive them and they don't forgive you and don't receive it? That can really wound your heart, but just do what Jesus says and then release that person to God. Because you can be free, they might not be released in their own soul because they're not willing to receive it and move on. You can't make them do it, but you can set your heart free. And that's how beautiful it is. 
And Jesus taught, when the disciples said, teach us to pray, and we have what we know as the Lord's Prayer. And part of it is in Matthew 6, 12, says, and forgive, we have forgiven our debtors. Let go of, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. Because the wrong is the words, the event, the hurt, the wound, the trauma, but the resentment is what builds up if we don't deal with it. And then it goes, Jesus goes on and said, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory of Amen. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger, with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. Wow, that is one of the scariest verses in the Bible. It really is. I remember when I was a kid and I heard that and I read it, I thought, that's not fair, Jesus. But when you understand the whole concept of forgiveness, you realize how true it is. And you say, well, some people here might be just wrestling and saying, as soon as I hear about forgiveness, my heart just churns inside. And, and even as I start to mention, you start to see their faces and names running through in your mind and heart. That's a sign that Jesus is saying, hey, there's still a journey of forgiveness to go. But he loves you. And in a meeting like this tonight, where there's an atmosphere of grace and love, he helps us take the next step in the journey. He really does. And it's an action why? Because we remember how Jesus forgave us. Maybe you're here and someone's invited you tonight and you're still working out, well, I'm not sure if I'm in right relationship with, with Jesus yet. He wants to remind you that he has paid the price for your sin on the cross. And he says, why don't you receive this free gift? Not many people will knock back a free gift if someone knocks on your door and they've got a gift of a free holiday or and whatever. Very few people knock back an amazing free gift. Here's the keys for a new car. You'd be crazy to say, no, I don't need it. I don't want it. But how many of us turn away the free gift of forgiveness from Jesus, the free gift of eternal life, the free gift of hope to help us, the free gift of his power and strength? One more story. Some of you have heard of a lady called Corrie Ten Boom. who's written many books. And uh, her family were Dutch people. And they were in the Second World War and they were helping rescue and hide and release many uh, Jewish people that were going to be killed in this. And the story goes that they helped hundreds of people. But eventually, some of the family were captured and Corrie Ten Boom's sister was in the concentration camp and actually died towards the end of the war. Corrie Ten Boom was a Christian and she became a preacher and travelled the world preaching and writing books and she's written many books and one of her books is Forgive. And she tells the story but at 10 or more years after the war she was in Germany preaching and about God's grace that had forgiven them and how we are to forgive others and as she's preaching, guess who walks into the door of this room? A lady she hadn't seen for many years and she was one of the guards in the concentration camp that helped her sister die by her cruel treatment and withholding, holding medical treatment. And this lady walked through the door and she just, Corrie Ten Boom was preaching, she just froze for a few seconds. It was like here was the greatest test of her life of what she's just been preaching, whether she could action it in front of all these people. And she writes in her book, I just froze. 
And I said a very quick, silent, but desperate prayer to Jesus. Help! Help me to move from this place of frozen reaction and pain. Help me to do what I've just been talking about. And she stood there for a few seconds. No one else knew who this lady was. She walked in during the meeting and was down the back. So Corrie Ten Boom interrupted a message, didn't, didn't embarrass this lady, but walked carefully down the aisle, put her arms around her and said, I forgive you in Jesus' name. And she wept. And this other lady was tight and didn't know how to respond, but quickly broke down. And then Corrie Ten Boom was able to tell the story and the whole meeting just broke up and many people came to Christ and many people's hearts were released because they saw the pain and the process of forgiveness. Jesus is so powerful. And I just, tonight, there'd be many of us here that have experienced the beautiful forgiveness of Jesus many times when we didn't deserve it, but he just poured out his love and mercy. Many of us here have wrestled with unforgiveness because we've all been through pain and disappointment and offence and trauma. Some of us have had the joy of walking that through. And many of those relationships have been restored. Some haven't been restored, but your heart's free. But there'd be some of us, maybe have never heard a message so clear like this. And you're thinking, boy, I just want to move forward in my life. But every time I try to, I just keep thinking of this person and the pain. It's like, it's like just a stop sign that blocks you from the roadway of your Christian journey and faith. And tonight, the truth has come to help you walk in freedom. Let's all stand in his presence for a moment. We're going to worship again in a moment, but I just think just for a couple of minutes, we need to, there are some of us here who need to just let God touch our hearts. Right now, just close your eyes for a moment and I want you to thank Jesus for his amazing work of forgiveness on the cross. As Jesus, I'm going to cross said, Father, forgive them because they don't really know what they're doing. And many people that hurt us and wound us, some don't really know the effect on us, others do. But I want your heart just to be open and real and honest. And if you know this amazing Jesus, just thank him for a moment for that beautiful forgiveness that we couldn't deserve it. And if you've had the privilege of having forgiveness flow in your life and relationships, I want to just pray blessing on those that maybe received it or maybe didn't, but just pray a prayer of blessing and say, Lord, I pray blessing on that mum or dad or that sister or brother or that workmate, that mate I thought was a friend and they, they threw me under the bus and I ended up taking the blame for things that I never did and I've just really struggled to forgive them. That business associate that caused us to become bankrupt, that one who defrauded my life, promised me so much and then stole. Maybe tonight there's some people or situations like that that you're just struggling with. Why don't you ask Jesus right now to help you to start that journey of forgiveness or move to the next stage of forgiveness? Just lift that person's name to the Lord gently and quietly. You might be still in the midst of a very broken part of your soul. Jesus is here right now with his beautiful grace, just giving you strength. 
loving you. And there's some other people here, you just really struggle to forgive yourself. You know Jesus forgiven you, but you just live with way too many regrets and disappointments. You're saying, Lord, am I ever going to get over these hurts? One of the steps is receiving his forgiveness and forgiving yourself. Some of you right now are just reaching up and just receiving that forgiveness to your soul. There's freedom in this house right now. There's beautiful, beautiful freedom. That's it. Just receive it right now. Just receive it right now. Oh, God, some of you right now are reaching up hands. It's like you're releasing someone to the Lord that you know has just caused pain in your heart. But tonight, it's like deliberately, with an attitude of choice, you're saying, Lord, I forgive them. I release them. Lord, I just, I release them for you to do your work of mercy and grace and truth in their life, whatever that looks like. But Lord, I take my hands off to try and get even. I take my hands off to try and react or punish them. I release them to you. That's all the Lord's asking. And then he says, pray blessing on them. Father, bless them. Lord, minister to their hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Some, there's some transactions happening right now. I can feel it. I can see it. And the Lord says, well done. Well done. You're, you're, you're opening your heart and you're releasing that person to the hands of Jesus. The master who can forgive and restore. Sometimes we end up getting wounded by authority figures or leaders at work or in church or in ministries. Don't hold on to that. You've got to release it and let it go. Jesus, Jesus, forgive me, Lord. Maybe you're here tonight and you've never asked Jesus to forgive you. You know your sins are not really sorted out. You can't sort them out, but Jesus already has. Right now, before we go back and sing another song, as our eyes are closed, you're saying, Pastor Ross, I've never asked Jesus to really forgive me of my sins. Maybe it's your first time in church tonight, or maybe you've been going for months or years, but you realize that you need to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and get in right relationship with him. If that's you tonight, you've never done that, or you need to come back to him, or you need to reconnect with him because some stuff's gone down. If that's you, I want to pray for you right now. Just lift your hand and say, give me a wave and say, that's me. I want to get right with Jesus. Come on, lift it up on high. Who else? Yeah, bless you, bless you. Who else? Lift it up on high and say, that's me. I need to get my life sorted. I've, I've just, I've believed a lie about other people. Yeah, bless you. I've, I've taken sides and I've done some things that I've realized now have locked me up. But right now, I feel his beautiful, beautiful love. Holy Spirit, right now, just release that burden of people's hearts. Lord, come and meet with people right now and encounter us. Lord, we would walk out of this place changed and knowing some things have been released off our lives. Lord, I release an open heaven right now over every heart and every life that families will, will be restored. Lord, the burden and pain of carrying this weight will be gone in Jesus' name. Beautiful Lord. Those that lifted their hands, I'd like to just pray a prayer with you right now. I'm not going to embarrass you and we're not going to ask you any details about what God's doing but sometimes it takes a step of faith to just to step out and say Lord I'm serious about this I want to be free if you've lifted your hand or you would, would have liked to have about forgiveness with Jesus or reconnect with him I invite you just come and join me at the front here we're not going to embarrass you I just want to pray for you I want to just minister 
healing to you. Just come quickly. God's grace is going to touch you. If you put your hand up and say, I want to just get right with God or I want to receive His forgiveness, just come. Just come. Sometimes it takes that step to release your heart. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be worrying about what people are going to think about you. Just, just come and join, join us up here. Who else? Just come. Just come. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is so beautiful. I can feel, I, I just see Jesus standing with his arms reaching out and saying, I love you. His nail-scarred hands, he said, I paid for this on the cross and I want your life to be restored. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Just some of the leaders just come and stand with these here and we just want the love of Jesus to come. We're going to pray a prayer because sometimes putting into words helps just bring a breakthrough. Now you're doing business with God and we don't have to. We're not going to ask you what's happening, but I know the Spirit of God is just bringing release. Let's pray this prayer together. And over, as a congregation, why don't we join with them? Because all of us, as many of us are going through some of the journey. These people here are taking a deliberate step of connection or recommitment re to Christ or receiving Him. Let's pray this prayer out loud together. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for all my sin, for rising again to give me new life. Jesus, forgive me. Heal my heart. Set me free. I choose to forgive those that have wounded me. Help me to follow you. To receive your love every day. I receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're at the front, just stand for a moment. We want to pray. Congregation, why don't you reach up to heaven right now and just let the love of Jesus, just let his love right now just touch every heart. Father, let your beautiful love right now just pour into each one in Jesus' name. Lord, let your beautiful love just pour over each one that's come right now, right now in the name of Jesus. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.